The United States is pressing Israel to protect civilians in Gaza and has pushed for an immediate increase in humanitarian aid. Israel has begun a ground invasion of the Gaza Strip and is now calling on residents to move south with urgency. I spoke with Hector Sharp, a New Zealander working with Palestinian refugees for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency in Rafah. He's involved with the logistics base there as a legal advisor and says some of the UN warehouses and distribution centres are being raided by civilians who are starving. I think that it shows the desperation of the civilian population here uh, when you combine that with a, a over a 24-hour blackout of communications. It causes mass panic and distress and uh, to be honest, I don't blame the residents for uh, taking the steps that they took to, to fulfil their basic needs uh, for which they've been severely limited over the last three weeks of uh, the siege. People have been told to move as far south as they can, is that correct? Sure, so we're seeing a, a huge influx of uh, IDPs or internally displaced persons down into the south because of the evacuation orders that have been issued by the Israeli Defence Force for the north. Um, and that's putting a huge amount of strain on our uh, shelters here, our IDP shelters, and our ability to provide adequate services. Uh, we were never set up to provide an, an aid operation just for half the country. We, we, all, we have many, many shelters in the north, and uh, our expectation was if there was a conflict, we would be able to shelter people across the Gaza Strip, and not having our full capacity to do that has made things very difficult. Is Israel confining these attacks to the north, or have you seen these sorts of things in the south as well? Uh, no, they're not confining it to the to the north. Uh, one of my key uh, roles as head of legal is to lead as assessment teams for where UN uh, premises and infrastructure is struck by uh, uh, munitions from either side of the conflict. But I've I've been to several uh, locations in the south and rougher and Khan Yunus. Uh, and in the middle area, which is all south of Wadi Gaza, which have been uh, heavily affected by collateral damage and direct strikes from uh, the bombardment. And so what's your greatest fear being in this part of the world at the moment? I have uh, I have two, two fears, and, and one is a total collapse of uh, the medical uh, industry here. So, so hospitals stop being able to provide assistance and medical aid to people that desperately need it. And the second is a total collapse of the uh, institutions, the public sector and the private sector in Gaza. And we, we will see more of what we saw yesterday, which is looting and uh, people, desperation of, of the people. And if we, if we lose that, then the UN's ability to provide uh, and fill that hole is, is severely limited because, you know, we, we, we haven't had comms for 24 hours. We only just got them back today and we don't have enough fuel. Um, which is how we run our operations in a place where there's no sustainable electricity being supplied. And so does it feel like that is happening now but in slow motion? It's peaks and peaks and valleys really. Like yesterday when we lost comms or the day before when we lost comms, it accelerated things very quickly and it, and it felt that the, the United Nations felt like, working for the United Nations, it felt that we were going to struggle to respond to the crisis. Um, I don't have any qualms in saying openly that we are on our knees. Um, and my, my director here has been speaking to the media openly and saying that we are, we are on our knees here. Um, so, 
yes, it, it feels like we're on a, we're on a precipice and, and, and anything could push us over the edge. That was Hector Sharp from the United Nations Relief and Works Agency.